0: Hey friends, welcome back uh, to the podcast "Being Well," where Matt and I are just chatting about what is what does it look like to live well, to be well, um, It's come out of maybe some ideas from lockdown, but just generally, what does it mean to be well? And last episode, we left off uh, talking about repentance and sin and how. Uh, we actually often don't notice the effects sin has on us. And when we do notice us, do notice that it needs to lead us to repentance. And repentance in a shame-filled woe is me way, but repentance that is glorious, as Matt was saying. Uh, Repentance that brings us to a place of joy because we're actually going after the things of the Father and we're realizing the things that aren't bringing us life. And then we're giving those over to God. So... Uh, we are picking that conversation back up today uh, as we uh, as we talk about um, how do we notice uh, sin in our lives, how do we come to a place of repentance, and, and Matt just gives a couple of great analogies for what sin does to us, uh, a couple of great analogies that we talk about for, for a bit, so have a great listen, bless you guys. Why do you think grace is so hard often to accept? Because I uh, I'm just reminded of I I was when I was talking with Mim about this recently about how I find it frustrating where you you will um, you'll say thanks to someone and this is I mean both of us not being uh, Australian you know we can we can rag we'll rag on australians but you'll say thanks to someone an australian for saying something they'll say oh no worries they'll say oh no yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. say that's all right yeah and uh, sure. it's like accepting accepting thanks is hard and and i find there's like this and i'm not just on Australians, but accepting that grace is really difficult not for mm. australians but for people from all backgrounds but <laughs> in different ways it comes out but mm. um it gets my it like I, it gets my gut when people are like, yeah like don't just say don't worry about it like hey accept it like I am yeah sure like, accept it you know yeah um, why yeah, yeah. why is that so why is grace like the grace from God when God gives us these things and we just want to say oh no no don't worry about it it's okay um, we want to like it's like oh it's not that big of a deal like we, it's hard for us to accept that grace why do you think that is
1: I, I think it, it it offends every Every fabric of of our flesh, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think graceless language works its way into all kind of um, all cultures and, and the vernacular that we use. I mean, just as you said that, I I thought of uh, uh, some English friends of mine that would say instead of "no worries," they say, "Oh, don't mention it," right? Yeah, um, <laughs> and, it, and and that kind of thing I'm sure is found in all all sorts of cultures whether it's kind of this kind of false humility or inability yes. to just genuinely, um, and really honestly say thanks and, or even asking for forgiveness or, you know, all the things that we, we actually know we need and we really want, but yeah. our pride gets in the way of, of actually saying I've really stuffed up. Uh, I'm yeah. really sorry. Can you forgive me? Those are some of the hardest words ever. Right. Yeah. um, um but I think, because sin sin like just going back uh, just two kind of analogies that again they all break down on some level but are helpful as an idea is um one is uh, is a term called in incurvatus which is a uh, uh, I think it's in Latin curvatus. which is okay. incurvatus which is to turn in on oneself and at its core um sinfulness is selfishness or self self-absorption where we where say we're called as followers of Jesus to live um, with a view to care for and love others, to love God and love people, right? Mm. To, to put it simply. And rather than doing that, we make our lives all about ourselves, our own comforts, um, our own interests mm. at the expense of caring for others. And I mean, even as I say it, I'm just so aware of my own guiltiness, which can be really overwhelming sometimes. Mm. So to turn in on oneself is like, is the antithesis of everything that God is. Quite aside from what he's called us to do, like love him and love people, the nature Mm -hmm. of God, the triune Father, Son, and Spirit, is by nature self-giving, self-effacing, where the Father gives to the Son, who adores the Spirit, and the the Spirit is enamored with the Father, and there's this 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 gracious dance of outpouring love, right? And Mm -hmm. then we we're we're made in that image, but then invited into relationship with this triune. God. I know that even the language that I'm using is is borrowed from you know Eastern Orthodox theology and um, and kind of terms that we don't really throw around. But if we're looking at sinfulness as just like oh, I, I drank too much over here, or mm. oh, I oh I, I lied over here, we're actually not seeing how pervasive it is that at its at its core is is to say God, I know you have been you've invited me into life with you and. I kind of understand the nature of, of of the triune God, but I want nothing to do with it, and I want to find satisfaction and fulfillment in created things, in you know whatever. So that that's the notion of incurvatus, the curving in on yourself. And then the other kind of analogy. Sorry, does that make sense? Is there
0: any kind of um, yeah? Well, turning in on itself in like in it could just be so just focusing on yourself. Is that is that is that kind oh, of that? Uh, I, I want I, to unpack I, I, that more, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I want to be careful that what I'm not advocating is to is um, is that this is that the antithesis of this is self denial at all costs. Because mm. um, I don't think that's what I'm saying, I, and I don't think that's what the Bible teaches. But um, because there's there's some legitimacy to caring for oneself mm. um, in a in a wise. Godly way, but I think it's, um, it's it's not the focus is not on 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 yourself, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, again, analogies can all kind of break down on some yes. level, but the notion of of sin as curving in on oneself, you you see it in biblical story of or you watch the disintegration of the relationship that Adam and Eve have not only with God but with one another. Um, you know they start off and it says that they are naked and unashamed, like there's so many ways that that could have been expressed like they were really happy or they were really fulfilled, but it says that they were naked and unashamed, they were childlike they they gave and received um purely you know, and you could just get this sense you get this sense that they are so far from the way that sin will inevitably taint them when they you know they eat the fruit, they realize, my goodness this has opened my eyes and I am like God. I mean, there's so much there. I, I, this, my, my, my intention is not to unpack that, but to see the the effect that, that say that, that act of disobedience ends up going, Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm naked. Oh my goodness. Um, who's this woman you've put me with? Um, or, Oh, it's the serpent that made me do it. You just see just this perfect kind of display of the effects of, of sinfulness as, the curving in on oneself and what i was going to say is that the other analogy that i i think can be helpful is is sin as a parasite um Mm -hmm. now i I don't mean that it's outside of us because you know the, the the flesh or sark as the greek word is is clearly with this with us but parasitic insofar as you take a good thing you take sex right and you and it is this gift that god's given to, to, to be done for a whole bunch of reasons, for pleasure, for procreation, in, in a committed relationship. And all of a sudden it becomes, it's distorted, it's poisoned, and it becomes, say, pornography that's about sucking um, and, and and getting something out of an image that we have no responsibility to We have, don't know the person. We don't. And, and we're, we're just objectifying them and taking what we want without any commitment, without any you know, relational... Um, Collateral, and so sin as I um, distortion as as yeah, as yeah. The, is that is that that takes a good thing and distorts it. In fact, that I think I've talked about this in another place. Like that, that is actually the the difference between a kind of a Judeo Christian idea of of sin and say an Eastern mystical um, animistic idea of sin. Like you've heard, you know, within say Buddhism or Hinduism, the notion of you know, you don't know what light is until you have darkness. Yeah. You don't know good unless you have evil. As if they rely on one another, they're equal parts. That, mm. that's, not a, that's not a Christian mm. understanding at all. Um, I think God, you know, in the, in the declaration that humanity and creation is good, he declares that it's good without any evil. And then evil enters the world And then you have this distortion, and part of that is the inability to see what's good. It's crazy. Um, Mm. Anyway, I feel like I'm I'm rambling there, but
0: and that well, no, I think that fits with what you're saying is that um, sin turning on itself, but it's a distortion of things that are. It's a it's a distortion of things that are good. So this idea, even for this podcast, of like, okay, well, what is well being? Um, Mm. That can Mm. be easily we take those things that are distorted and we say, oh, we turn that into a. It's turning in on itself. Oh, it's about me. And um, we distort like what is really good. And, and I, I mean, how do we find that balance? Is, there, is it a balance? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Um, there's, there's things that are really good, but often we can just, we get in there and it's like well being is great, but then it can become a, oh, I just got to find what I want. I got to find my niche and I got to find where I'm comfortable. And then I can just sit in that. Um, I got to find what, where I fit in and and I can just sit there and I can be in that. And that's where God wants me because God wants me to be happy. He wants me to be good. Um, he wants me to be in a good space, but is that sin distorting? Like, is that a distortion of what really is good?
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean, you've just brought up a a bunch of things that are, that are right. I think, um, a, a lot of really dreadful things and selfish things have happened in the name of um, uh, self, self care, you know? Um, and I don't, and again, please hear me. I'm not saying that we ought not to care for ourselves. Like I mentioned earlier, but if we, um, yeah, I, I I think, I think at its core, what I would, I would want to say is that this isn't about, um, a balance. This is about, um, because i actually think the notion of balance on a whole bunch you of scales that, yeah. is is just is is madness you know we 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 live in in times where there's going to be times where there's rest and then there's going to be times when there's really really hard work to be done that's going to be a huge challenge and there's rhythms of life right so we, yeah. we 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 need to obviously navigate those wisely but i guess when it, when it comes to this i don't see how there's any other um, see what I'm trying to say. Uh, any other solution to say sin and the effects of sin but to radically fall on the grace and the mercy of Jesus. Because and that's what the good that's what the good news is. Uh, we're, we're not just talking about, oh you know, manage this and, and and manage that. And um you know if we're honest about say recognizing ourselves and knowing ourselves, then we're gonna see that Actually, we we deceive ourselves really easily. Mm. We we go after stuff in ways that we're like, wait a minute, I didn't intend to do that, but here I find myself doing it again. Um, The biblical solution has always been to say, "Don't just stop trying. Stop trying and um, come come to come to Jesus. Come to me," he he would say, um, and and recognize the 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 grace the grace grace that is um, available to you. Um, because of what I've done, and not something that you can do,
0: mm. and it's recognizing it. It's, it's, there's a there's a need that we recognize that grace that, that recognize what he's done. Which I feel like I mean, and we've been talking about this, but that's that's just when maybe it's just me. But it's just that's the hardest part is actually bringing myself dry. I recognize, I recognize that fully, and it's not just a, not just a head knowledge. So I'm yeah saying, yeah yeah oh yeah yeah i know that but there's a, a, a deep down in your soul recognizing um that this this is something that uh, i need not just something i want in my head or not something i know that is good but it's something that there's a a need inside me that i have to recognize uh this need for god's grace and there's um it, it, that brought to mind this is extremely paraphrased but Um, I have from a book by Henry cloud that was, it was how people Mm. grow. Mm. And, um, and this is so paraphrased because I haven't read the book in years, but, uh, but he, he says something along the lines of the thing that annoys you most about someone else is the thing that probably annoys you most about yourself. Mm -hmm. And so when I, you know, when I hear, uh, when I hear a, a message and I'm thinking of sitting next to me, I'm like, oh gosh, cause she does this thing and it's really annoys me. She's so prideful. It's actually probably the thing, cause if you're, you get pinged, you get triggered by the things that like the things that you don't care about, they don't trigger you, but the uh-huh. things that you do care about, cause they're the things deep down inside that are, are going on inside. Those are the things that really trigger you and annoy you. So the uh-huh. things that annoy you most about other people, those are probably indicators of things that are going on, deep down inside mm, um, mm. and maybe that points you to then the need to, yes, I do need uh, grace and like to, to that deep heart yearning. Maybe what do, what do you think? Um, I, I think that's spot on. Um, and
1: and so, so all sorts of ways that you're just thinking, I, I th- sorry, let me back up. I think there are a number of ways that you can help to, have some insight into what, what's going on in the kind of contour of your inner life, right? There's books, um, there's ways to ask good questions. Um, but uh, what, what I suppose I'm drawn to is stories within the scriptures that point to moments uh, for people that changed everything. So say, for example, David, um, his sin with Bathsheba, and then Killing of Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, in battle. Who knows how long he was able to justify that in, in his heart of hearts until Jonathan came and told him the story, right? He told him the story and he just, it was masterful. He says, Let me tell you a story about a guy who. And by the way, I'm just thinking of VeggieTales right now <laughs> because yes. the story is retold so beautifully in VeggieTales. But he says, you know, there's this guy who's he's a poor man. He's got one sheep. And then he goes to a rich man who asks. He basically steals his only sheep and eats it. And David just fumes. He rages. And exactly what you um, said how is. How dare you? Yes. How, how do dare that. you?
0: Yeah.
1: And then Jonathan goes, that's oh, you. That's you. And you afraid. have done that. And it breaks him. It, like, part of me is like, oh, geez, I wonder if we could just sit quietly at our, and, and, and just kind of understand the depths of our sinfulness, right? That's just not what I see in the scriptures. It's often that they, that's why I think we need people, right, to, that, our, that we allow into our lives to confront us um, mm-hmm. and call us on our crap that we just live with. But David's so broken. He's like, oh, my goodness, woe to me. And and he actually goes nearly insane, like the rest of the story. And the Old Testament is like, oh my goodness, David. He recognizes his sinfulness, and you know, the, the the baby dies, and it's you know, it's this incredible story. But his actual repentance changes the world. So the byproduct of repentance from sin is life changing and mm. life giving, ultimately, even if mm. the the consequence is pretty heavy. And I, I mean, you could. You could look at Tamar in the Old Testament. You can look at Paul, you know, who's confronted by Jesus on the road to Damascus and mm. and blinded, and like he's blind for a while, and he's coming to terms with, "Oh my goodness, what have I done? How did I get to there?" You know, mm. uh, as a Pharisee and doing what I thought was what God wanted me to, and now I, I realize how wicked it was. Mm. Um, and the same for us, you know, all our life is. In a sense, if you you know, you read say Romans six, Romans seven, Romans Romans seven particularly, you know, recognizing, wow, I do what I don't want to do, and then I don't do what I want to do. Mm. What, what on earth? So, for all of us coming to terms with the reality that that's our own struggle. That's that is one of the best things ever, because then we go, wow, God, I, I got nothing. I I need you. And so, yeah, I, I don't know about balance. <laughs> I just yes.
0: think we 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 need all that Jesus has given us in the cross. And um and there's a key, I guess, a key part of the, the Jonathans, like having Jonathans in our lives who will recognize those things in us and, and lovingly um, point those out to us when we're stubbornly kind of focused on other people. We're stubbornly focused yeah. on, oh, you know, they do this, they do that. But we'll like. There's this prophetic role um, with Jonathan's that will just point things out to, to us. And yeah. Um, yep, 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 absolutely. So, so long
1: as we live kind of fooling ourselves, which we're all really good at doing, um, then the world will continue carrying on as normal. <laughs> yeah. And so will we, right? Yeah. That's yeah. great. Well, uh, any last thoughts? Um I I don't know, I except to to say um none of this stuff should leave us um crushed and, mm. and weighed down. Mm. But because of uh, the insurmountable nature of what sin is—we don't have to get a degree in understanding its sinful, uh, sinfulness—but we just recognize we're we're in the same boat as as human beings, and and therefore we can throw ourselves on the grace of God. And I'm just maybe just the end of um, say Hebrews four, where it says uh, then when we when we we recognize that we we actually will be judged. In fact, we we can come clean. And run to the throne of grace is the beginning of Hebrews chapter five. We can run to the throne of grace um because we are confident that He will give us mercy. Um so yeah, there's there's the I guess the closing line. Don't don't focus on the sin so much. Yes, come to terms with it to some degree, but but notice know that there's there's incredible
0: grace for us and let let that sin be what propels us to run towards that grace i guess yep like yep. i i see this and so i'm so much more no i don't have to hide in shame because of it um which is what the enemy wants to use us to to twist that around to say oh use this you see it now well now you need to hide even more but use that to propel you to send you like leaping towards that throne of grace that knowing that, oh, yes, this I need this so much. Like, Jesus, I want you more than I want this. So Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that's right. That's right.
0: Can you pray for us?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, God, I want to thank you that you care so deeply and and you know us so well. And uh, and so I pray that uh, for each person listening right now, that um, whatever thing they might be kind of wrestling with, if things have come to mind, uh, give us the grace and the courage to be honest, uh, to put it before you, and to throw ourselves at your feet so that we we can be real and true followers of the root of Lord Jesus for our whole lives. In Jesus' name, amen.